Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hello and welcome back. Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Lovely Saturday morning out here in Los Angeles. Sunny. Just one weekend away from the official kickoff of summer. Right? I guess that's what we would call it. Memorial Day weekend is next weekend. We had a uh, interesting Tiger Woods stuff. I didn't even see Isaac that he had missed the cut. Hadn't really been paying attention. I'm dialed into the NBA playoffs, obviously, uh, and I did not even notice Tiger Woods missed the cut. So what about that dope who bet? Uh, I think it was $100,000 on Tiger to win all four majors. Uh, same guy who won a lot of money on him at the Masters. Folks, could we just remember that Tiger Woods simply got lucky? At the Masters, he really lucked out on the back nine when everyone else melted down. I can't believe everybody's going absolutely crazy over Tiger Woods when, uh, frankly, it, it was a luck box performance at the Masters. A great one, no doubt. 
Golf needed it, uh, but it, Tiger looking like a one-and-done uh, golf year for him. I don't know if he gets in the mix at the other two majors. We'll just have to wait and see. But I have to open the show with what went down uh, last night in Milwaukee. You know, I like to talk about how you have to walk before you can run in life, uh, in sports for sure, and in the NBA playoffs. I mean, we've seen it before. Um, LeBron James, of course, with the Cleveland Cavaliers back in the day, couldn't get by the Super Celtics. So what did he do? He had to leave Cleveland, right? And then he went to Miami, loaded up, and took down the Celtics. We've seen this before with Michael Jordan, who we're going to get to later in the show. Uh, Michael Jordan famously struggling against the Detroit Pistons in the late 80s. Jordan could not get by... Uh, the bad boy Pistons they had. I believe it was called the Jordan Rules back in the day. I'm actually wearing a Detroit Pistons t-shirt today. I, I just popped that on Instagram if you guys are uh, on there. You can see the cool shirt I'm wearing repping the Detroit Pistons. But Jordan had to walk before he could run in the NBA playoffs. He, he really struggled to get by those Pistons, two straight years, and folks, I got the numbers. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with them a little later, based on the stuff I'm seeing on social media from so many of you. Um, like, how many more examples do you need? The Golden State Warriors. Remember, they got to the second round of the playoffs, but this was with Mark Jackson. Then they lost in the first round to the Clippers. Tough game seven. Fire their coach, hire Steve Kerr, and they've won what three championships in four years since. You got to walk before you can run. The Milwaukee Bucks are looking at that and just laughing hysterically, uh, folks. This is a franchise that has not won a playoff series before this year. Until uh, uh, you have to go back to two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. Are you kidding me? Giannis. Last year lost in the first round. Many people expected them to win around this year. Obviously, as the number one seed. Uh, probably a second round. Um, but what they have got done to the Toronto Raptors here, taking a 2-0 lead is absolutely staggering. I mean, just blowout city, folks. It's unbelievable. And they look to me like they're ready to take down the Golden State Warriors. And this is not a hot take to open the show. This is just reality. If Kevin Durant is not healthy, the Milwaukee Bucks will be your NBA champions this year. I said it last week. We had an NBA player from the Brooklyn Nets come on the show and say it. Folks, uh, you, you, could, you could talk about uh, the Warriors winning the last three games without Durant all you want. Okay? This Milwaukee Bucks team, with Giannis's length, Brooke Lopez's length, Chris Middleton, Bledsoe, Malcolm Brogdon coming back healthy looking good. This team is for real, folks. They have made such a leap, and you know I don't want to get the show started with an indictment of uh, Jason Kidd right off the bat. But folks, Jason Kidd was coaching this Bucks team last year. He got fired. They all of a sudden go from an eh defensive team to tops in the league. They go from an eh three point shooting team, one of the best in the NBA. Defensively, three-point shooting, Giannis has become a star now. As as we've heard from several folks, Jason Kidd uh, has been using in the interviews with the Lakers, hey man, this team you're seeing, that's all me. I developed these guys. Uh, Jason Kidd is telling people in the Lakers organization, hey, this was my show. 
I develop Brogdon and Giannis and Middleton. They are who they are because of me. Now, right or wrong, uh, Jason Kidd has certainly won over the people that matter. There's no doubt about that. And he is looking with the Lakers to do the same with Lonzo and Kuzma and Ingram, assuming they're there. But to get back to the Bucks for a moment, this is a team, when I look at what they did last night, uh, just an absolutely staggering performance. Folks, They you probably turned it off after the first quarter, and I could understand that. Friday night, Bucks raptors not a ton of excitement, right? Uh, Double-digit lead after the first quarter, and I think it dipped below single digits. Never! Final three quarters, Bucks led by double digits. Not really worth watching. But this team right now is going to give Golden State major problems in the finals. And that's even with Kevin Durant. I still think the Warriors will beat him with Durant, but if KD does not come back, the Milwaukee Bucks, yes, the Bucks are going to take down the Golden State Warriors. Now let me pivot briefly to those Warriors who, you know, listen, they, I don't want to, calling it lucky will get people angry and you'll be calling in. But that comeback against Portland in Game 2, where they trail by 16, 17 in the uh, third quarter, Came back to take the lead. Then we're down eight in the fourth at home against the likes of Evan Turner, Myers, Leonard, and Seth Curry. That's what Portland trotted out there. It was shocking how they pulled that off. And they led in the fourth quarter. But Golden State finished like the champions that they are. 14 to 3 run down the stretch, take the 2 nothing lead. And that, you know, that, that was big. I do believe Portland gets them tonight. We'll talk. Gavin and I will discuss the gambling aspect on that. Gavin, is the line still two and a half? Two and a half. Two and a half, Portland favored. And I actually would lean Portland here. Um, The Warriors have looked good without Durant. But the reality is they are not a better team long term without Kevin Durant. I know people are tossing out the stat. But Jason, they're 29-1 and in the last... Three, almost three years without Kevin Durant. How do you explain that? Well, it's actually not that difficult, uh, and I've been spending a lot of time on it um, because I want to puncture holes in what I think is the most meaningless stat right now in the NBA. They're twenty nine and one without Kevin, without Durant, with Steph Curry in the last almost three years. But when I look at that number, the first thing I want to know is how many of those were playoff games? Five of them are playoff games. Four have come against the the Portland Trailblazers, which is kind of comical. Two in Durant's first year. He missed them uh, in the first round. Two this year. And then, of course, Game 6 in Houston. Now, Game 6 in Houston will go down as a historic performance by the Golden State Warriors. There's no doubt about that. Curry has zero in the first half, 33 in the second. If you go back and listen to last Saturday's podcast, I was it was basically a three-hour coronation of how awesome the Warriors were and how big of choke artists uh, the Houston Rockets were. Like that. That's a game you can't lose. James Harden had, what, four turnovers in the fourth quarter. Stop telling me how much of a winner uh, James Harden is. Stop telling me he's the MVP. Okay? You got to win that game at home. Harden was good in the series, um, but that's an inexplicable loss for Houston. It's funny because Houston has kind of fallen off the map. All anyone wants to ask me on Twitter, Instagram this week, even my Facebook inbox, which I rarely check, who can they get for Chris Paul? Like, come on, guys, the Rockets, <laughs> you're not unloading Chris Paul. Who? There's Nobody's taking on that contract. But it's funny, the Rockets fell off the map, and now it's 
the Warriors don't need Kevin Durant. He's a luxury. And you know, my guy, Chris Boussard, big fan. We work together well. I like Chris Boussard. Uh, he's so wrong about Kevin Durant being a luxury item. Okay. Uh, folks, look at the numbers. This idea that you could just take out 27 points a game and the Warriors are going to be fine and they're going to still be a title contender. I don't believe that because this is not a scenario where the bench is what it was two years ago. You know they had the second lowest scoring bench in the league this year? It's just not as strong. That's a fact. Steph Curry's getting older. Clay's getting older. I mean, Sean Livingston off the bench, he had one double-digit scoring game dating back to January 16th. One! It was game six against Houston. Cousins is hurt. Very unlikely that he's going to return to the Warriors next year. Andre Iguodala is 35 years old. I know he's looked great in these playoffs defending. Remember, he was hurt last year against Houston. People wanted to act like that was not a huge deal. Andre Iguodala is a superb defender. You need evidence. Go back and look at the end of Game 2. Dame Lillard, who has been an incredible player this season, probably first team All-NBA, because Curry missed a bunch of games. Dame was phenomenal. This playoff run has been great, although he has struggled a bit the last three games. Um, but three-game sample size. Relax. Look at what Iguodala did to Dame on that final play. He couldn't get anywhere. He locked him down. It was unbelievable. Igudala has been terrific defensively, but he's 35. This idea that you pull 27 points a game out and the Warriors are just fine and they win 55 or 60 or whatever next year, that is total false. I mean, Draymond Green spent the season basically eating and then he went on a crash diet the last month, got in shape, and now he's, you know, kicking bleep and taking names in the playoffs. Draymond is just murdering teams on the uh, pick and roll with Steph Curry. They have such a good cadence down. I saw a stat that in game six against the Rockets, the Warriors ran more pick and roll than all but two games in the entire season with Steph Curry. That is the unstoppable play right now. Pick and roll, Curry and Draymond, because Draymond rolls, it becomes a four-on-three break in the half court, and... Unlike Chris Paul and the Rockets, who didn't hug up Clay Thompson, if you look at C.J. McCollum, he is in Clay's jersey. So it's really a three-on-two break, Draymond, Igudala, and Looney. And you know what? The Warriors are winning 95% of those battles. This team does look good. They have won two of the games at home without Durant's playoffs. I just don't think they're going to totally dominate the Blazers, the rest of the series without Kevin Durant. Gavin, I would go so far as to say if they lose game three, I wouldn't be shocked if they lose game four. I know people I have seen Curry and they're like, oh, it's fine. I almost want, and I'll wrap up on this. You guys know I am totally out there. I want Kevin Durant to return to the Warriors. Do I think he will? I don't know. I want him to because I want them to take down the record of most consecutive NBA finals. In the modern era. I'm not counting the 50s, 60s Celtics, okay? I looked it up. There were nine teams in the league. I mean, Gavin, there were two teams west of the Mississippi in the late 50s when the Celtics won seven or nine or whatever titles it is in a row. Okay? So stop bringing up that team. I talked to Steven Jackson at FS1. Steven Jackson tells me, if I had played back in the Bill Russell days, I would have averaged 50. <laughs> and, and I mean, there were not a lot of six eight black guys who could who could shoot from the outside in the fifties. Okay, that's just what the league was like. 
let's just stop bringing up the Celtics. So I'll say in the modern era, Durant stays to win four. That's better than Jordan ever did in Chicago. So I want him to stay. And that, as such, I would love Portland to win the next two games. And all of a sudden, Golden State needs to bring back Kevin Durant to win the series. That's what I want. A perfect storm. Because you know what? I was texting some friends last night in Vegas. Jeez. If these series continue to go this way, Gavin, we're looking at about a six-day layoff between the conference finals and the NBA finals, and I don't know what I'm going to do at night. I like watching NBA. Uh, I can't wrap my head around baseball in late May. I'm sorry. Uh, so we'll start the show there. I think the Bucks are the favorites to win the title if Kevin Durant's not healthy, and without question, the Golden State Warriors are worse off long-term without Kevin Durant. Throw 29-1 and one out the damn window. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. We're going back to the Lakers. Yes, the Los Angeles Lakers. The biggest dumpster fire, you've got that right, in the Western Conference right now in the NBA. And I got to ask you, we're getting close to free agents. We got about six weeks left. How many NBA free agents saw that LeBron does not have the power to get his own coach? And said, do I want to go there? Do I want to go play for Jeannie Buss and Linda Rambis? They announced yesterday. Well, I don't know if they announced it. But Ramona Shelburne of ESPN reported, they're not replacing Magic. It's the Rob Polinka show, ladies and gentlemen. Former NBA agent masquerading as a GM. The Lakers are in trouble. That's next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Yes, folks. Yes, yes, yes. I will be talking about my New York Jets later in the show. We have a phenomenal lineup of guests. Got Brian Windhorst coming up in seven minutes. Um, my New York Jets, they had some issues this week. I'll put it mildly. Um, yes, I have positive spin. And this idea that I can't, I'm not allowed to be impartial as a radio host, guy who goes on TV, blah, blah, blah. Get out of here. Just stop. You're allowed to be whatever you want. As long as you're listening to me, you love me or you hate me, and I'm here, I'm just, I'm going to do me. And I am impartial. I have my favorites. I play favorites. But I'm a realist. A team struggles. A player I like struggles. Hey, they're struggling. I I get it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie like a lot of the LeBron apologists out there when LeBron struggles. Well, he's still the greatest player, blah, blah. Excuses, excuses. No, LeBron wasn't very good. You got to call it like you see it. And I'm calling it like I see it right now. I'm concerned about LeBron. Yes, I root for LeBron out here in LA. Yes, I have friends who have season tickets to the Lakers. I like going to games. I want them to be successful. And it's bad right now. It's no fault of LeBron's, but the pushback right now against LeBron James and Rich Paul in the Lakers front office is bad. It is ugly. Remember, Gavin, how, how was it, six months ago? Anthony Davis said he wanted to be a Laker. That was when the optimism was, hey, they got LeBron. They got magic. I'm going to be realistic here. If you're Anthony Davis, are you as excited at this point to go to the Lakers? The dysfunction is crazy. Right, and and you look at the team that he's currently playing on, and you're getting one of the best, you know, college players we've seen in a long time. So I would be more excited maybe to stay in New Orleans. Yeah, and and I mean, well, listen, we're going to get to that later in the show. I do believe that the Pelicans will not trade Anthony Davis. I don't think they're going to trade him. At least not this summer. Um, We'll get to trade ideas and all that, and I'll tell you more on that. Um, uh, I mentioned this on Cowherd Show. A Laker, current Laker, one of the young players, I don't want to give up too much, uh, just moved into my neighborhood a couple streets away. My son goes to school, and a couple of his kids, uh, his buddies in class who are on our basketball team, uh, Mr. McIntyre, did you see that he lives around here now? I'm like, really? And 
Ah, who, it's not that big of a deal. Alonzo Ball moved into my neighborhood. <laughs> um, uh, probably like four streets away. And, you know, I, he wants to be close to the El Segundo facility, right? Uh, which is about a seven-minute drive from where we live. Um, and I think when you wonder, because he used to be in Marina Del Rey, for the people not out here, uh, on the water, um, cool, younger area. Our area is more families. To me, that's a sign that Lonzo's taking this seriously. I've got to live in the gym. I've got to be at the facility. I've got to be working out. My guy who drafted me, Magic, is gone. Magic is the one players love. And I think there's some nerves right now in L.A. about the Lakers. Because I'm being honest with you, folks. If LeBron can't convince, well, LeBron and Rich Paul cannot convince Jeannie Buss and Linda Rambis to hire his guy, Ty Lue, how on earth is LeBron going to convince free agents that he's still got the run of show with the Lakers. I don't know if it's going to happen. Remember, when LeBron goes to Miami, easy to say, hey, Chris Bosh, we want you. You're going to be our number three. Come on down, buddy. When LeBron goes back to Cleveland, well, I'll go back. Can we get Kevin Love? Let's get Kevin Love. Kevin Love, you go stand in the corner, make threes. All good. Magic don't even, uh, sorry, LeBron does not even have, Gavin, a second or third guy right now. Nope. And the ones you do have are injury, you have massive issues. Injuries, yeah. yeah. And and again, I like Kuzma a lot. He's a scorer. Big fan. I think Ingram's potential is good. Gavin, we're not going to revisit Ingram versus Tatum today. Uh, that's for another day. You, you know. <laughs> that's, for, that's a summer. Yes, summer that's a topic. great summer topic. We could do an hour on Ingram or Tatum. But I do believe LeBron is in some trouble. I, I think Kawhi could happen. I think, yes, God, Kyrie could that. happen. But reality I don't know that he's going to be able to deliver another big name or two the way he did in Miami and Cleveland. And you can give credit to Pat Riley and Griffin in Cleveland. That's fine. But the reality is people want it to be in LeBron's orbit. And right now, LeBron's orbit, uh, there's a Death Star being operated by Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis, <laughs> Rob Palinka, and Jeannie Buss. Nobody who's had success in the NBA. That's the reality. Do, do you think they are more likely to use the fourth pick or trade it to try to bring someone in? I mean, my I guess my thing is LeBron's never wanted to play with young guys. Now he's surrounded by them, and now you're going to add another young guy. Uh, there is some talk that DeAndre Hunter makes the most sense. He's a Draymond Green type. Uh, well, Darius Garland, who I did in yes. a mock draft uh, for Fox Sports, I had him and going he, to the Lakers. He is signed with Clutch Sports. Yes, he's a Rich Paul guy. That will be another test for Rich Paul versus the Lakers. Uh, hey, we got Darius Garland. Oh, yeah, he plays the same position as Lonzo. The Lakers have a lot of problems. They got to work out. So we'll get to that later. But coming up next year, we're deep in, diving deep into whether or not Portland, Portland can get a win in this series and, geez, spare us from a sweep or maybe a gentleman sweep. We'll do a little East and, of course, NBA free agents. All that's next. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron for the latest in sports. Good morning, Jason. The Milwaukee Bucks halfway to a sweep of their own in the Eastern Conference Finals as on Friday night they dismantled the Toronto Raptors 125-103 to for a two-games-to-none lead. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 30 points, 17 rebounds, 
five assists, two blocks. Good Friday for Giannis. He was also named as one of three finalists for the NBA's MVP award. The other two, James Harden and Paul George. In the Stanley Cup playoffs on Friday night, the St. Louis Blues defeated the San Jose Sharks 2-1, to tying their Western Conference final series at two wins apiece. This report presented by Geico. Hey, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. After two rounds of the PGA Championship, Brooks Kepka already with a seven-shot lead at 12 under par. Adam Scott and Jordan Spieth tied for second. Tiger Woods, he'll have the weekend off. He missed the cut. And in Major League Baseball on Friday, Chris Bryant of the Cubs homered in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings and a 14-6 victory at Washington, becoming the 12th player in Major League history to hit home runs in three consecutive innings. Back to Jason McIntyre in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Jason, all yours. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, I'm your host, Jason McIntyre. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, our next guest, he, you know, he regularly joins us, probably once a month. I've convinced him uh, that uh, he needs to be coming on the show to sell books. He uh, wrote another LeBron book that hit the New York Times bestseller list. Brian Winhorst, NBA insider for ESPN. Good morning, Brian. How are you? I don't care about selling books. I just come on because I like you, Jason. <laughs> oh, you like me. That's that's so nice of you to say, Brian. Hey, I got to get started uh, here. We'll, we'll start with the 2-0 series here in the conference finals. Not a whole lot of drama in Milwaukee, so let's start with Golden State. Will Portland win one or two of these games without Kevin Durant playing for the Warriors? You know, you, you, this kind of a little bit reminds me of the last series, and it kind of doesn't because... Uh, you know, Golden State pretty much handled the Rockets in both of those first games. The Rockets had some near misses. You know, they were frustrated with the officiating the one game, then the Warriors blew them out of the second. You're like, boy, this is not going to be a series. And then the Rockets came back and even the series, mm-hmm. and that was with the Warriors at full power. Um, there's something happens, obviously, in, in basketball when you switch to a home court. And the thing is, I just don't think that the, that the, um, that the Blazers have played their best yet. Uh, you know, and, and, they 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 got a, they almost won game two without playing their best. Now they did get a lot of contributions, but they just haven't gotten the kind of offensive game from Lillard that I know is within him. And it's not because Lillard's in a slump; it's because they are smothering him uh, with all kinds of double teams, and they're forcing him way away from the from the from the basket and putting him out of position. And so they're really trying to figure out a way to get him free. But Lillard, I, I'm, I'm just tipping my cap out of respect to Lillard. The guy has repeatedly been able to deliver under pressure, and I'm just figuring it's going to happen. I, I don't think it's going to happen four times in five games, which is what it would take to pull this upset. But I am expecting the Blazers to come back tonight um, and really you know, give their most valiant effort. Um, this is what you see a lot of times in series. It's 2-0. 
and the team comes back home and you see their best basketball in Game 3. Yeah, uh, we're talking with Brian Winhorst, ESPN. So, Brian, it's funny. Uh, these This round has started off so poorly that all anybody cares about is free agency and the draft lottery. Uh, but I do have one big question, okay? I keep seeing this stat on social media, TV, radio, I'm hearing it. The Warriors are 29-1. and one without Kevin Durant and with Steph Curry in the last three years. Brian, I can't tell you. I've now pounded it in two straight weeks on this show. That stat to me is meaningless. I started to look at a few of the games. By the way, it's been five playoff games, four against Portland, one against Houston. I cannot stress enough how irrelevant that stat is. Uh, To me, it's absolutely a zero. It means nothing. But to the yahoos on social media, it means a lot. Where do you stand? Is that something? Is it nothing? And why? Well, I, th- I think it, it means that the Warriors have confidence and a comfort level when Durant isn't there. When, no matter who the wins are over, I think. So I think when Durant goes out, one of the things that really surprised me being with that series was how positive and euphoric the, that the Warriors were. I thought they were in real trouble because I thought Houston was – well, I thought Houston totally – let that one slip through their fingers the night Durant got hurt mm-hmm. um, and, and lost to go down 3-2. But I thought Houston was in position to really make the Warriors have issues. And I remember thinking, I don't know if the Warriors are going to be able to score enough points to keep up with the Rockets yeah. without this giant you know, gun that they had. And this is, the, you know, this is the thing. No matter what, whether the record's 29-1 and or 15-12, and the Warriors have a great, great uh, you know, system to fall back on, and they are having a blast of a time and so much fun. And Durant's minutes got distributed out to three or four different players. All of those players have played well. I mean, Jordan Bell played one of his best yeah. games of the season the other night. Uh, Kevon Looney, who's a, who's about to be a free agent and about to be, uh, really, he's making himself money every game as well as he is playing. And so, regardless of that that stat. I think what's just so remarkable about this team is the different ways that they can take care of you. And I agree, though. I agree that, that they and, and they've really worked overtime to stay on message. Every time you, you ask about their success, they talk about um, how much they miss Durant. And that's two reasons. One, because they know probably some point in this postseason they're going to need him back. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's this series. Maybe it's the next one. But remember, in the first round, they were in a little bit of hot water and Durant bailed them out uh, against the Clippers. Not that they were going to lose that series, but Durant was there for them. Secondly, free agency is always happening. Free agency, you know, uh, starts, you know, the, you know, July for the next year it starts July second. <laughs> so uh, they want Kevin Durant to stay, and so they don't ever want to put the message out, knowing how sensitive that he is. Mm. Um, well, that's interesting, Brian. Yeah. You say they want him to stay. Uh, do you think after seeing these three games, he says, man, these guys don't need me or not? I mean, again, it's tough to get inside the head of Kevin Durant, who is a very unknowable guy. I think probably Durant, uh, you know, privately rolls his eyes when he hears 29 and one. Yeah. Because he knows how important he is. I mean, in my mind, um, they absolutely do not win the 2017 title without Durant. Um, That was the great Cavs team. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and I know that they won that series four and one. Yeah, but that Cavs team went twelve and one through the East playoffs. Mm-hmm. That that was a Cavs that that was still with Kyrie and LeBron. That yes. was a Cavs team that um, 
under normal circumstances and you weren't playing one of the greatest teams of all time, probably wins the title most years. Yeah. Okay. Last year they would have won it because they were just so superior to everybody. But this year, maybe they face the Bucks in the finals and that Bucks team is really, really good. And maybe they really need Durant to win that title. And so, um, in addition to which, what he brings them game in and game out, they have rings because of Durant. Yes. And they want to keep winning rings. And while there may be individual days or weeks or maybe, hell, Jason, maybe there's even months where they're like, boy, having this guy on this team limits us and you know, maybe doesn't let us shine or maybe his personality doesn't m- 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 mesh with us. Overall, every single player in the Warriors organization and their front office and their coaching staff is grateful for Kevin Durant, and they are smart enough to know that they want, they really, really want him to stay, and they don't want anything that happens in this playoff run, mm-hmm. even as they play really well, to be negatively to negatively affect that. Talk with Brian Winhorst, uh, best-selling author, LeBron Inc. You got to pick that up if you care about LeBron James, one of the best players in NBA history. Uh, Brian, I just said last segment, right as of today. Now these things are fluid. To me, I can see a scenario where no free agents want to come to L.A., the uncertainty, the dysfunction in the front office. Um, LeBron has been able to convince Bosch, uh, Kevin Love, in the past to join forces and get the trio. As of today, you think the Lakers get a big-name free agent? Yeah, I think they have a good shot at at least one. I Hmm. just don't know if it's one of the – you know, there's a pretty big line of demarcation. You You get Kawhi Leonard, you get Kevin Durant. Man, I mean, your team, you know, you have LeBron and that guy, that your team becomes a championship contender. You get Kemba Walker or Jimmy Butler, it's reason to celebrate, but now you're locked into those, to that team. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that's a championship team. It should be a, a, a good team. You should have a lot of nice games, uh, you know, a nice, a couple of nice seasons. But, you know, there's, there's sort of tears to this free agency. Yeah. And this, this thing is built around the concept that you're going to get. A, a Durant, you're going to get a Kawhi Leonard. Even if they got uh, Kyrie Irving, you know Kyrie Irving is one of the most ideal players of the last ten years. Hmm. To play with LeBron, they are so well suited to play together, and it's one of the reasons why they won a championship together. Their personalities don't mesh at all, and maybe that's why they can't be together. But Ky- Kyrie and LeBron are are made to play alongside each other. Yeah. They get one of those guys. I think it's. It elevates them. I, I, you know, the Lakers will always get people who want to play for them. It is a historic franchise in a great city, but they, the way they have constructed their their pursuit, they really need to hit a grand slam. They really can't go far hitting doubles or even hitting a mm. solo homer to continue yeah. the uh, the analogy. And, and that's really the issue: is do the do the super elite level players like Dwayne Wade in his prime, um, like Chris Bosh in his prime, who said, I want to opt into playing with LeBron. I want to opt into playing in a great city like Miami. Do they want to do that now? And, or could the, can the Lakers pull off maneuvers to get those great players like the Cavs were able to with Kevin Love? Yeah. And those things right now are in doubt, Jason. Majorly in doubt. Brian Winhorst, ESPN Insider. Brian, Jimmy Butler went on Instagram. Uh, thank you, Philadelphia. Something, nothing. Do we read into that? I mean, listen, any breadcrumb out there right now is people are freaking out about it. Uh, just any uh, thoughts on Jimmy Butler and the Sixers as of, as of the second? I think the key for, but I think Butler will stay, but Butler wants a five-year contract. Mm. Um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's proven his incredible value to that team. The, the thing with Jimmy always has been, can you give a guy with that injury yeah. history, 
who's played so many minutes for Tibbs in his career. I mean, we've seen guys who played minutes for Tibbs fall off these cliffs. Uh, Joe Kim Noah, uh, Lou Aldang. Um, you know, there's a concern about yeah. that. And, and, and really, the, the negotiation point with Philadelphia is not the money. Jimmy is going to get the max, whether it's in Philly or somewhere else. Is Philly willing to give him five years? And if, he, if, if he's not willing, if they're not willing to give him five years, I think there's a good chance that Jimmy is going to walk mm. and go somewhere else for four years. And that's what this is, really. All, this whole thing is a, is a negotiating position. And if Jimmy, uh, you know, Jimmy is going to have an offer from the Lakers. He, he, will, he will be able to go to the Lakers and play with LeBron. If, uh, and there's going to be other teams who want him, too. So he will get his money. Um, so this whole thing, I think, is, is just you have to look at it through that lens. You know, maybe there's a negotiation in there. Maybe they can get the fifth year half guaranteed. You know, maybe they, maybe Jimmy only gets three year offers elsewhere and the hmm. Philly offers him four. But the whole thing with Jimmy Butler comes down to years. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to see be the factor when he it makes it. Decision. Reminds me a little of Al Horford. The Hawks famously refused to bid against themselves for the fifth year. Uh, and then he that's said, right. fine, I'm out. I'm going to Boston. All right. Uh, Brian, I'll get you out of here with this one. Um, my theory, you know David Griffin well from your days in Cleveland. Uh, I don't think, just a guess as of right now, I do not believe David Griffin is going to trade Anthony Davis this summer. I uh, My guess is Griffin says, you know what, I'm going to roll the dice, see if Zion can have a Luka-type impact. Uh, if Maybe he's doing 20-5, and five, and this is a team in the Pelicans. Brian, two years ago, they were in the second round. Why not give it a shot? Worst case, I have to trade AD at the All-Star break. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Anthony Davis? Yeah, I mean, David Griffin is a very optimistic person um, and genuinely optimistic, not a phony. The one thing I can say about David Griffin that I can't say about other people in this league is he is not a phony. When he says it, he <laughs> means it. Um, you know, and I, I just point you to when they were down 3-1, um, you know, some of the things that David Griffin did to rally his team. Um, and I think the, at the end of the day, if the, if the Pelicans don't like their trade offers for Anthony Davis, um, then there's no reason to trade him. Mm. Uh, and this goes back to the Kobe Bryant scenario way back when, when he demanded a trade from the Lakers, oh. I think it was in 2008. You know, he, you know, you remember, Jason, he said, I'm never playing another game in a Laker uniform. I'm done. Trade me. And the Lakers said, hey, Kobe, we appreciate it. Um, we know that you've got a contract coming up, but we're going to hold on to you. And, um, and they ended up trading for Pau Gasol, and they made the finals, and they ended up winning two more titles. Wow. And so that's, that's an option in the playbook here. Now, um, in talking to the Anthony Davis side of things, they seem pretty resolute that they don't want to change their position, mm-hmm. that they feel they still want to be traded. I mean, that's certainly one route to go. The other thing, Jason, is by, by holding that position, you increase your chances of getting a better offer. By holding, I mean, even if you, you know, in your private meetings, agree to trade him, when you go out publicly, if you present the front that we are not moving him, you only make it more difficult to get him. Because if you're on the, if I'm the Boston Celtics right now, who had the best package for months, uh, but they weren't able to trade for him, I don't know what I can offer, especially if Kyrie Irving walks. And I'm sort of wondering if I can get him hmm. for, for cheap. Um, Especially if you look at what happened last year with, with Kawhi Leonard. I mean, the Raptors got Kawhi for relatively cheap yeah. because they knew that there was a possibility of a rental, and the, and the Spurs could not overcome that reality in the market. They could not tell any of those teams that this guy could be more than a rental. So um, it's really negotiating from a position of weakness. Well, one of the ways to, to switch that weakness to strength is to take a hard line, both with Anthony 
and with other teams, both publicly and privately. Wow. Good stuff, Brian Winhorst, ESPN Insider, author of LeBron Inc. Brian, have a great night in Portland. Uh, enjoy the coffee up there. I hear it's, uh, it's phenomenal. I need some right now, Jason. Thank you very much. <laughs> have a good day. Uh, it was Brian Winhorst, everybody. Boy, he's as plugged in as anybody. Uh, Gavin, are you uh, loving the parallel to the Kobe trade demand? I had totally was, forgotten yeah, about that. I, I think that shocked a lot of people right there. This that, is why he's yeah. one of the best in the business. Also, Jimmy Butler is going to have an offer from the Lakers. It's just a matter of, does he take extra money to go to Philly? I I, I thought that was a huge takeaway. So it almost feels, and Gavin, we'll talk about this after the break, um, Lakers have a bird in hand in Jimmy Butler if the Sixers don't say, here's your fifth year of big money. Hmm. All right, hmm. coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we'll probably react a little bit to what Winhorse just said. A lot of stuff there. Uh, Kyrie Irving, listen, David Griffin was in Cleveland for years with Winhorst. Uh, Winhorst, remember, this guy can be cagey. You know, he knows more than he says. Griffin is very optimistic. Folks, I, I don't think Anthony Davis is getting traded. That's next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Jason McIntyre Show. Folks, uh, if you just missed the interview with Brian Windhorst, great stuff, NBA free agency galore. Let's quickly toss to Ant- what Brian Windhorst said about Anthony Davis and potentially getting traded. One thing I can say about David Griffin that I can't say about other people in this league is he is not a phony. You know, and I, I just point you that when they were down 3-1, you know, some of the things that, that David Griffin did to rally his team. And I think the, at the end of the day, if the, if the Pelicans don't like their trade offers for Anthony Davis, then there's no reason to trade him. And this goes back to the Kobe Bryant scenario way back when, when he demanded a trade from the Lakers, oh. I think it was in 2008. You know, he, you know, you remember, Jason, he said, I'm never playing another game in a Laker uniform. I'm done. Trade me. And the Lakers said, hey, Kobe, we appreciate it. Um, we know that you've got a contract coming up, but we're going to hold on to you. And they ended up trading for Pau Gasol, and they made the finals, and they ended up winning two more titles. Wow. That you need to let marinate, folks. Let that marinate. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, you're never going to believe who the most underrated player in the NBA is. Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio. Boys and girls, it's your host, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Beautiful Saturday morning out here in L.A. Great first hour in the books. My coffee is officially finished I got two jugs of water here, ready to put down. I think I might have a breakfast sandwich on the horizon. I don't know. Maybe not. Jason, are you a cold brew guy? Or is that cold too strong? Cold brew. It's uh, kind of the IPA of coffees. No, no, no. I haven't dabbled in that all at right. all. No. You know, I've, I've, I'm I've, trying to get in shape for the summer out here in L.A. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't been drinking a lot at all lately. Last three weeks, maybe had like three drinks total. Wow. Yeah, I know. Got to get that beach bod. Yeah, well, yeah, try listen, when you get to my age, <laughs> tough to lose like 5 or 6 pounds. Uh you want to just take off those four, last 4 pounds. I went swimming this week. Well, yeah, and I saw you putting up some shots in the yes, gym. Yes, yes, yeah. I put that on the IG stories. Was that the um, LA Fitness or I can't reveal my gym. <laughs> okay. I, I don't need the masses there. Although I did go to play pickup. Uh, a quick basketball note. So, um, you know, college is out. So a lot of the college kids are back playing pickup and this guy walks into the gym. I was like, "Damn, that's a big guy." Was he like 6'10"? I look him up. He is 7 feet tall. And he plays Division One college basketball. Uh, and he played pickup with us two days this week. Uh, not super athletic, but obviously, listen. You don't he, have to be when you're no. that tall. Uh, and he, he, the first couple plays uh, when we were together, I made my shot. So he's like, likes me and he's like calling plays for me every time. He's like, hey, hand it to me. Come off the, you know, come off the handoff and you shoot or I'll roll. And it went, you know, we won a bunch of games. Um, but I swam this week to mix it up. Gavin, like swimming is a great workout. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't swam in uh, probably at least a year. 
And I do like six laps, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I look up at the clock, I'm like, it's been eight minutes? What the <laughs> hell? This is, this is brutal. So, uh, yeah, you definitely got to get ready for summer. I think it starts next week, Memorial Day weekend. Um, at any rate, I tease a story that I absolutely love. Uh, you're not going to hear it anywhere else. Because nobody else thinks like this. Right now, you can make an argument that Steph Curry is underrated. Steph Curry, the three-point wizard who is always, always disrespected. Remember last week, we did about an hour on the show last week. The night before Game 6 in Houston, Steph Curry wanted to get up some shots. Chris Paul got wind of it and kicked him off the court. The disrespect from Chris Paul, he's still salty that Steph Curry lapped him. In the all-time point guard list, okay? Russell Westbrook, we know, hates Curry, does not respect him. We've seen, uh, yeah, listen, LeBron's given him shout-outs, but there's been times where LeBron uh, has not liked Curry on the court. They've had some exchanges, to put it mildly, in the finals. Um, and, and, and people just still continue to disrespect Steph Curry. Never mind that he's a great ambassador for the game, Under Armour has made him the face of their basketball sneakers. Yes, I'm a heavy Under Armour stock owner, I don't mind saying. And I buy a lot of Under Armour gear, including the Currys. Um, I just looked at this. This is crazy, Gavin. When you look at the NBA playoffs points per game, okay? Michael Jordan is first, 33 points a game. Allen Iverson, second. We forget how well Allen Iverson could get buckets. 29 a game. Kevin Durant is the third leading scorer in NBA playoff history in points per game. LeBron is fifth. Steph Curry is ninth. All time. NBA history. NBA history. Steph Curry is the ninth leading scorer in points per game in the playoffs. And he's still disrespected. Oh, he's just a shooter. Charles Barkley. Oh, they're soft-winged suburban players. Chris Paul kicking him off the court last week before Game 6. And and again, I know that I bash social media on here a lot, and I stay off social media, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's this new thing called Social Free Saturdays where you're off social media and like out in the world doing things. That's a big deal on Instagram. I will be doing my best to do that after the show, after, obviously, I push out uh, the link to the podcast. Um, but when you look at social media, any time, Gavin, that Curry has three bad games, well, he's not built for the playoffs. Oh, Steph Curry, they're history. He doesn't have an NBA Finals MVP. I mean... <sighs> Andre Iguodala has a Finals MVP. And, and to be frank, uh, Curry had a good case to win that. I think he averaged like 24 a game in that series. Maybe 23 a game. Um, it, it, it's just, it, it irks me that people continue to disrespect him. You know, the second he went out of game two in the fourth quarter, Gavin, uh, Portland surges ahead in the fourth quarter up by eight. Curry comes back in and you know the drill. Um, I just, I, people got to start putting some respect on his name. I look at Curry and these all timeless and I just can't get past the fact that that he's not a top 15 player all time. And we are going to do it this summer, Gavin. You know it. Yep. Top 15 players all time. Curry's got to be there. He can't be much lower. Three titles in four years. Greatest regular season mark ever. 
And yeah, he was struggling in those three games against Houston. But you know how the champions answer the bell? The losers stay down. They can't get up when they get knocked down. The champions answer the bell and they come out swinging. And and I'm so glad that Curry had in game six zero points at halftime. Game six against Houston, he had zero points. Oh, it's another Curry donut. Warriors are in trouble. <laughs> he had 33 in the second half. 33. When you know what's coming. And then down the uh, down the stretch, he's unstoppable. I think he had 23 in the, yep, fourth, in the fourth quarter. quarter. Yep. I have a list, Gavin, that I've been putting together. And I think this could do well for the Fox Sports Media social handle. I want to ask you this. When you look at players who can be the Batman, the number one player on a championship winning team, I currently have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's it in the NBA right now, seven. I have four maybes and a bunch of Robins. I'm going to give you Batman, maybe, or Robin. I'm going to start with Kevin Durant. I think we all agree. Batman. Batman. Um, I'm going to go to LeBron. 34 and a half, I say Batman. Still Batman. Yes. Yeah. Okay. After this, it gets murky. Kawhi Leonard. He was a finals MVP in San Antonio when he had Tim Duncan. Um, They did go to the Western Conference Finals, I believe, or semifinals, whatever it was, when he got hurt in game one. For, was against Zaza. They were a really good regular season team. Can Kawhi be your number one on a championship team? Yes. I believe so as well. Yeah. And he's proven that. By the way. Now, this one's very difficult. James Harden. He has been ousted. But I do want to say by two historically great Warriors teams with Kevin Durant. Um, he did have that meltdown against the Spurs. Inexplicable at home. That's still a great mystery like the Bermuda Triangle. What happened to Harden in Game 6 at home uh, three years ago? Can Harden be the Batman of your championship winning team? I, I think there's a world where he can. Yes. I just don't think he's oh, seen Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. You tricked me there. I do believe he can. Again, if and we're going to find out soon. If Kevin Durant leaves the Warriors, I don't see why Harden and the Rockets can't get to the final six year. I mean, the West, assuming there's no super team with the Lakers or Clippers, I think Harden can be a Batman. Now, these, these final two, Giannis, I'm going to say yes, even though he only has two playoff series wins. He's only 24. Would you agree? Yeah. I, I mean, he's probably top two in the league without a doubt. So uh, I would say yes. Okay. And Anthony Davis is a very, very tough one. I that, was doing a Fox Sports video with Rick Buecher. Buecher said Davis is not a top 10 player in the league. Mm. I think that's a little bit overboard. I, I, I think, think he's he, a Robin. Ooh. I do. I, I think he's – I don't <laughs> – I, That's I, harsh. I, I, it's easy for me to say sitting in the studio, but I think he's soft. Oh! Among, I know, I know. Hitting him with I, the soft <laughs> label. So, so then you only have five Batmans, and then I do believe Steph Curry, I mean, he's proven it, can be the Batman, number one star on a title winning team. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Damian Lillard. I don't know. I think he could be. I don't think he has a number three yet. And Th This series isn't doing a lot to help that not. case. He's averaging 21, shooting like 36%. It's early. This is a big night for him. I think he's a maybe. Do you think he's just a Robin? I think he's a maybe. What do we think about Embiid? I have him on my Robin list. Okay. Uh, why? Do you have a Batman? No, no, no. I, I think he could. I think he's got potential to move up there. If Anthony he can get that. Davis or Embiid? 
Um, if I knew the health wasn't going to be an issue, I would choose Embiid. Ooh! Yeah. Yeah. That's spicy. That's Embiid another summer topic, Anthony, <laughs> that's a good summer. File these away. I have on my Robin list, Kyrie Irving. I thought he could be a Batman this season, and that playoff flame out hurt. Um, I'll put him as a Robin. He's my number one Robin, Kyrie Irving. Paul George. I love him. Oh. I think he's the number two. Yeah, it's hard to say otherwise. Jimmy right Butler, you guys know I'm Mr. Jimmy Butler, big fan, president of his fan club. I think he's a Robin. Robin. And that's, listen, being a Robin is not a slight. James Worthy was a Robin with the Lakers. He's a top 50 player all time. Okay? Kevin McHale was a Robin with the Celtics. Top 50 player all time. Joe Dumars was a Robin to Isaiah's Batman. And Dumars was a finals MVP. Scottie Pippen, probably a top 25 player all time. He was a classic Robin with Michael Jordan. I think Butler's right there with him. Yes. He can be a Scottie Pippen on a LeBron team. Russell Westbrook I have as a Robin. No, be, he, no, I was. Okay. Just, he might be the Joker or something. Like. Now, uh, now, four guys who haven't really done much yet. I do believe Bradley Beal can be a Robin. Yeah, Kemba Walker, tough because he dominates the ball. Yeah, his ceiling is a Robin. I think Devin Booker, no playoff appearances yet. Wow. So that it may be a little premature on him. I think if he gets the right Batman, I, Devin yeah. Booker. The shooting guards are tough, right? Like Clay Thompson. Falls in the Robin category, but eh. I mean, they, they got Draymond as your number three, and he's like perfect. And then yeah. my final one, which you're not going to like, Jason Tatum. Everybody's oh. out on Tatum. I, <laughs> yeah. I refuse to sell my Jason Tatum stock. So my list of Batman, the the guy who can be your number one star on a title winning team, all I've got is Curry, Durant, LeBron, Harden, Giannis, Kawhi, and Anthony Davis. So that's it. That's a, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys can be a number one. Now, how about this on my maybe list? Donovan Mitchell, like him a lot. Still don't know. He only turns yeah. 23 in September. Jokic of the Nuggets yep. as a maybe. And Luka Doncic, yeah, again, it, Exactly. That, I was just thinking how interesting this would be to revisit in a year. Because, yeah, because listen, Jokic could get to the Western Conference Finals. I, yeah, I really think two of those names could end up on Who, the Who, Donovan? I think... I actually think Jokic and Donkic could end up on that Batman list next year. I'm not sure about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, let's see if Porzingis uh, could stay out of fights in Russia or whatever his country he was in and getting in fight. Did you see that yeah. video? Like, bloody, what the hell, bro? Bloody mess. Yeah. Dude, where do you, how do you not have a crew around you protecting? Uh, You're a million-dollar investment who makes seven, seventeen million money. a year or something. He's New- seven feet tall. You're going to know. <laughs> There's Porzingis. Let's go kick his butt. Like, that. that's a brutal video. At any rate, that's my list of Batman. There's not a lot of them coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. We're bringing in somebody from Toronto to talk about the Raptors and Kawhi Leonard. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover's going further with miles rewards than they've ever gone before because the Discover It Miles card automatically matches all the miles you earn at the end of your first year. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Joining the show now, uh, a foil of mine for many years when he was at Sports Illustrated. He's now at Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto. I jokingly refer to him as Mr. Toronto, Richard Deitch, joining the show. Richard, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Jason. Good to hear. How's life? So you're at The Athletic, right? You are at Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto. How often are you going to the CN Tower in Toronto? (laughs) I can literally see the CN Tower from where I'm talking right now. Wow, big shot, Mr. Downtown Toronto. Near the uh, near the Danforth uh, area, but uh, Toronto's a great city. Uh, Canada is a sane country, and so this has been uh, it's been a fa- it's been a fantastic move. And as your journey to Fox has, Jason, you've gone Hollywood. I imagine. Uh, oh yeah. Right after the show, you're going for a manicure and probably a facial, and then maybe lunch with uh, 
some Fox executives, so I'm glad to see yeah. things are going well. That or my kid's first uh, club <laughs> soccer match. One of the two. Uh, nice. All right, so Richard, uh, I saw a phenomenal tweet from you last night going after a Fox colleague of mine, <laughs> Mr. Skip Bayless. Um, right. Because he said Giannis makes teammates better and Kawhi doesn't. And, I mean, obviously that... I, I agree largely with it, but I don't totally agree Kawhi doesn't make teammates better. Because, as you'll see the numbers, he's getting guys open shots. They're just not making them because the roster is not as good as they appeared to be in the regular season. But I think we can agree Giannis is a phenomenal passer who has transformed into a, a, a 6'11 point forward, if you will. Uh, just your thoughts on the Giannis versus Kawhi debate, if there even is one. Okay, first of all, Jason, I'm I'm going to just assume that you defending Skip Bayless has to do with heat stroke or maybe you're under the weather. I'm going to give you a pass on this because obviously that's in itself indefensible. In terms of Giannis versus Kawhi, there's no doubt who the better player is, and that's Giannis. He as you know, I don't have to tell you this, I know you're a huge basketball fan. He's a unicorn, he's gifted beyond belief, he's essentially unguardable. Uh you almost have to just hope he's off. My issue with Bayless on top of, you know, all the disingenuous stuff is that uh, having watched, I literally, uh, honestly, it's no lie, I've watched every single game the Raptors have played this year. And if you watch them, you see what Kawhi does for his teammates. He gets them extra space, as you said, and there are statistics to point this out. So many times, whether it's Danny Green or Siakam, Van Vliet, you know, uh, Norm Powell, whoever you want to sort of think about in terms of outside shooters, these guys are not only getting uh, looks, they're getting open looks. And they're getting open looks because the defense collapses on Kawhi. He kicks out. And unfortunately, as we have seen when they've lost in the playoffs, they're missing. I mean, we've seen Marcus Saul miss wide open threes. So I don't think there's a Giannis Kawhi debate person. I think Giannis is better. I think, I think most GMs would take him. But it just seems to me inconceivable that you, you would say that Kawhi doesn't make his teammates better. He just he takes so much pressure off them. And I would argue just like on that alone, he makes his teammates better because he he takes so much oxygen away uh, uh, from the defense that it gives you open open jumpers. I, I don't. I mean, I I get Bayless's dislike of Kawhi Leonard with the Spurs and stuff, but you know, if we're just going to be honest, I don't know how you can't. I don't know how you anyone could sort of say with a straight face that Kawhi Leonard does not make his teammates better. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I feel like where we are, and you know the sports discourse, Richard, being a radio guy in Toronto, uh, <laughs> yeah. you can't just say, you can't just make a statement. you kind of got to compare or contrast to get a barroom debate going, right? Uh, well, well, we, don't, we don't have to do that in Canada, Jason. You have to do that in the States. So you're telling me Raptors fans just want to turn on and hear uh, Kawhi did this? Like, we know what happened, Richard. We need to know why it happened. And why is Giannis e- eating Toronto's lunch here in the first two games? And he's making his teammates better. Malcolm Brogdon comes off the injury. The Bel- Bucks bench was phenomenal. Um, no, no argument on any. The, the, there's no argument on the, the The Bucks are a better team. I mean, obviously, selfishly, I hope the Raptors can win two at home to make it a competitive series. But... I think at the end, um, just talent-wise and depth, they're better. I, the only thing I would say here, Jason, is just that, like in terms of sort of conjuring up debate, I, I don't think there's a. I guess I guess you can sort of debate anything, like in terms of you know who's better, Giannis versus LeBron or Kawhi versus Durant. But there's really no debate. I mean, the if you look at both players, they're both exceptional. They're both awesome, and I think if you're being honest, I don't think any decent talent evaluator would take Kawhi Leonard right now. Over, 
over Giannis. I, I, in terms of why this, why what is happening in the series, I'm with you. That is very interesting, and I think what's very clear. And again, I know you watch the NBA. Is the Bucks are really good. They are. Prob- probably under probably underrated because they're a Midwest team that doesn't get the same kind of attention as the glamour teams like the Warriors and the you know the Sixers and the Lakers and the Celtics, et cetera. But they're so deep, like one through eight. They have a great coach, and they play just so smart. They play through Giannis, and if Brogdon and Middleton and, I mean, Brooke Lopez. I mean, if these guys are hitting open jumpers, the, uh, the Raptors may not win a game. Yeah. I, I think if you're a Raptors fan, you, you have to hope that they, the energy increases significantly at home. You have to hope that these secondary guys like Green and Gasol shoot well. And then I almost have to think that you have to hope that uh, one of the Bucks guys, who's been really, really good all year, like Middleton, et cetera, Bledsoe, you have to hope they're off. Other, otherwise, uh, otherwise, this could be a real short series. Could, and yeah. uh, we're, we're looking at an ugly... Blue Jay season here in Toronto. Yeah, we're talking with Richard Deitch, Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto, as well as the athletic. Fine. Let me see if I can get you into this debate. Did they make the right move taking a gamble on Kawhi Leonard, losing DeMar DeRozan, if they get smoked in the series, and then Kawhi leaves? And for my money, I think, you know, no disrespect to Siakam, who has come back down to earth significantly the last few games. Is this a lottery team next year? When you look at Gasol struggling in his age, Kyle Lowry's age, Danny Green's a free agent. Uh, I, I, would you still say it's the right move if if they lose here and Kawhi bolts? Wasn't this isn't the more interesting debate? Did Eric Shanks take a take a take a good flyer on you? And was that the right move long term for Fox? Uh, I would say yes. Uh, no. To, to answer your question, uh, yeah, I think it was. Um, the ceiling of the Raptors, and by the way, I'm going to be fully transparent. I did not like the trade to start because I didn't know what Kawhi would be, and I right. was totally wrong. I, I was, yeah. I was with you. Brilliant, brilliant. I think a brilliant trade. The um, the reason is, Jason, that uh, I think the Raptors had hit a ceiling with the DeRozan Lowry grouping, and that they were never going to, I think, go above that ceiling. Maybe they end up in the same round, but I'm not sure. I think the Rosen Lowry like that group. I think they would have lost to the Sixers. So I think. At the end, yeah, I think it was worth going for it in a single year, even though you were going to lose two years of DeRozan. Where, and again, you, have, you would have a far different perspective than me because you're in Los Angeles and you probably know Clippers reporters, and I'm sure you read stuff there. I do think the Raptors have done literally everything possible to try to, make, to, try to at least give Kawhi something to think about, from how they've handled him mm-hmm. medically to um, the trust that I think he clearly has with management and with the medical staff, to getting Marcus Saul, which is essentially an all-in move. It's a very good place to live. Uh, so I think they've done everything possible. But at the end of the day, Kawhi Leonard is still a guy from Compton. He clearly loves California. That's comfortable there. The Clippers are in an incredible situation with the cap space. So I think Toronto may have done everything humanly possible to keep him, and he's still may leave. Now, I think you would agree with this, Jason. If somehow Kawhi decides to stay long-term, then that has to go down as one of the great trades, uh, oh, yeah. at least in the near term in NBA history. Because you, you, Toronto has, would never have a shot at a top-five player without that kind of deal. And let me try to pin you down here. It is only May 18th. There's still six weeks to go to free agency. In your gut, do you feel, and not as a fan, but do you think Kawhi Leonard stays or does he go? I honestly think it's 50-50. I'm not even trying to dodge the question. I actually think they've, I think they've got it to that point. Um, but my gut would say go with, go with home before Toronto. But 
you know, I've heard Woj and I've heard some other people sort of put out there that it's a real shot he would stay. And I think that's true. I, I really, you know, Kawhi, as you know, you know, you're in L.A., there's LeBron, there's Durant, there's sort of all these superstars who things leak and you could sort of read them. He's like little, I've never seen a guy like this. Yeah. You literally sort of have, there's not leaks from his camp and he never really lets on what he's thinking. So he really could be the one guy who totally goes contrarian, goes against type, and stays in Toronto. The one thing, honestly, and I know we're going to wrap up, the one thing I wish I knew and I honestly don't is how he, what he thinks about leaving $50 million off the table. Mm. I know these guys are so super rich, but that's still, like at the end of the day, a crazy amount of money to walk away from, and that would be interesting to me in terms of what Kawhi thinks. But if I have my, my – honestly, if you're asking me, like, you know, what does my gut say? I think my gut says he's with the Clippers next year. Okay. I'm kind of with you, except uh, I think the Lakers are in play as well. Richard Dyke, Sportsnet, 590 The Fan in Toronto, and read him at The Athletic. Richard, it's been a while. Uh, you know, thank you for joining the show, and have a enjoy- good rest of the playoffs. Thank you. Continued success, Jason. Thanks for the invite. All right. Uh, there it is on Kawhi Leonard. And the Toronto Raptors coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. All right, I'm finally getting to my Jets, my New York Jets. We're going to talk with a former NFL GM about what went down this week. Everybody's ripping my Jets, but there is a method to the madness. We'll talk to him next. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron for the latest in sports. Jason, perhaps Richard Deitch best summarized Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals last night when he simply tweeted... Dear Lord, with Dear spelled, of course, D-E-E-R, as the Milwaukee Bucks blew out the Toronto Raptors 125-103 to for a 2-0 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 30 points, 17 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks. The same day, he was named as one of three finalists for the NBA's MVP award. The other two... James Harden and Paul George. In the Stanley Cup playoffs Friday night, the St. Louis Blues defeated the San Jose Sharks 2-1 to tie the Western Conference Finals at two wins apiece. After two rounds of the PGA Championship, Brooks Kepka has a seven-shot lead at 12 under par overall. Adam Scott and Jordan Spieth tied for second at 500. Tiger Woods missed the cut. Phil Mickelson is 12 shots back at even par, but... He enters round three brimming with confidence. Here he was a short time ago on his way to the course today, posting a video of himself in the car, flexing his thumbs, and he explains why. What am I doing? Thumb activation. It's Saturday at the PGA Championship, and my thumbs are being activated. Why? Because the previous record of 984 thumbs up in a single day, last done here at Bethpage, is going to be broken today. If I can make six or seven birdies, as the putts go down, the thumbs are coming up, I'm going for a 1,000. Let's do this. Phil and his thumbs tee off at 1220 Eastern. Back to Jason McIntyre in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Jason, back to you. Uh, thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Jason McIntyre. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. 
Go to Geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, my next guest, um, he has worked in the New England Patriots front office. And being that I'm a Jets fan, we've obviously uh, disagreed plenty. He used to be at FS1. He now has a million jobs. He has a great podcast, The GM Shuffle. He also writes for The Athletic. Michael Lombardi joining the show. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Jason. How are you? You know, it's been a rough week for my Jets, um, but uh, I'm ultimately optimistic. Um, I, can we start with my Jets? I know you you don't really like them being a Patriots guy. Um, you know, I, I think that's unfair. My son worked two years for the did, Jets. I actually yes. flew a flag above my house that said Jets. So I just think, to me, I think Jet fans are getting caught up in the in the timing. The timing. And they're... And they're getting they're losing focus on the reality, which is you needed to make a change. And everybody's getting caught up with Adam Gase being power hungry. No, I don't think Adam Gase is power hungry at all. I think Adam Gase is is uh, competent hungry. I think he wants somebody in his front office that can do a really good job for him. And I don't think he felt that was the way the Jets were going. Yeah, it's it's funny, Mike, uh, how quickly we forget that. Uh, McCagnan was like got his third head coaching option, right? They went after the college kid from Baylor. Uh, then they had the Anthony Barr debacle at the start of free agency, and and a lot of Jets fans were like, "How is Todd Bowles fired, but the GM isn't?" And and, and so, you know, for the Jets fans listening out there now, this is a good thing long term, is it not? It definitely is a good thing. I think it's the move that had to be made. And frankly, to be honest with you, I thought that. McKagan was worse at his job than Bowles was. I mean, it was really unfair to Bowles because Bowles was really the ultimate great soldier. I mean, Todd Bowles was the ultimate. He never complained. He never complained about the players. He voiced his opinion about what he thought should happen, but never really complained. He swallowed his he swallowed his tongue. He never said a word. You can argue the merits of whether the Jets' offense. I mean, when they fired Johnny Morton and hired Jeremy Bates, Jeremy Bates and, and Brian Heimendinger are best friends. That's why that move was made. So a lot of the moves behind the scenes that happened were orchestrated by the front office. Huh. Talking with Michael Lombardi, former GM. He hosts a great podcast, The GM Shuffle. Mike, let me ask you, um, to stay with the Jets briefly, the Jets have a superstar young quarterback in Sam Darnold. He's going to be getting his second head coach. He's getting a new running back. He's getting a new offensive guy to lead the offense uh, in Adam Gaze. He now has a new GM coming. Nothing done on that yet. He's got a new slot receiver. Uh, he doesn't have a center. Um, am I going overboard thinking that expectations for the Jets this year are this team can get to the playoffs? Oh, I think you're, you're, you know, I think based when you look at the core of the Jets' talent base, which it all goes back to Heimendinger and McKagan, if you look at the core, it wasn't very good. You said they need a center. Well, they signed Spencer Long last offseason. They had to cut him. Yeah. You know, they, they've, they've made so many moves. They've never drafted an offensive lineman in the first four rounds in their first four years there. I mean, the Jets' talent level is not very good, and I think that that's why what you just said. Now, I think you know they'll dress it up and they'll get some things moving, but this was this talent, this roster was not built with a team building mentality in mind. It was built with an area scout mentality in mind. Just pick players. When you draft two receivers back to back, and Johnny Morton was begging to pick Camaro, the offensive coordinator who lasted one year and was fired for Jeremy Bates, he was begging to pick Camaro, and they wouldn't pick him. 
So, you know, and this year, if you read, the, if you believe what you read, which I do, about uh, Gase letting McKagan run the draft with Heimendinger, you know, that was what, the, this is what you got. And they took a couple guys in this year's draft that question mark character and it's gonna, whether it's going to hold up or not, I'll, it remains to be seen. Mm. All right, let's pivot uh, Mike Lombardi to the New England Patriots. Losing Gronk in the offseason, everybody, a lot of guys at this network, at, at uh, ESPN, just waiting for the Patriots to kind of fall apart. Brady, what is he, 41 turning? Uh, is he 42 in August? I mean, this is insane that the run is still going. I, can it continue after winning the Super Bowl last year, I mean Brady was not good, Mike. We would agree in the postseason, uh, his numbers weren't great. Can this run continue for them next year? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a challenge. You know, they're going to have to be a different team. But this is who the Patriots always are. They're never the same team. They're always a different team. I mean, last year they're one of the few teams in the NFL that were in two backs uh, formations constant more than anybody. I mean, they've always bucked the trend. They've always tried to find the variance in the marketplace. They're very uh, Warren Buffettish in terms of how they handle their their uh, their team, and so you know, do I think it's going to continue? Well, I think you know the competition. I mean, Buffalo signed a lot of guys. Uh, they remade their team in free agency and in the draft. I think they'll be better, but a lot of it resides on whether Josh Allen can can do it. I think Miami and the Jets are both going through a rebuilding era. Do I think the Patriots will win fourteen games? No. Do I think they'll win ten? Yes. All right, Mike Lombardi, the Athletic. Let's uh, let's go to the Chiefs real quick. Um, no, no resolution to Tyreek Hill, but they did lose their great running back Kareem Hunt last year. He's now with the Browns. Pat Mahomes, obviously a phenomenal year. I did not see it coming. I don't know many people saw that quality of a quarterback coming. But if they're unable to have Tyreek Hill, which a lot of people think he's getting probably eight to ten games, maybe longer, can the Chiefs get back to an AFC title game? Well, you take away the back and you take away the, the outside receiver. We saw what happened to the Chiefs in the playoff game when New England took away Hill. You know, it's going to put a ton of pressure on their offensive line. We're going to find out how good that offensive line is, which for me, when you really study the Chiefs and break them down, one of the liabilities is in their offensive line. Their left tackle is not a pure left tackle in terms of just dominating the game. I think if power comes like what happened with Adrian Claiborne in that playoff game, when he gets powered back, that pocket can collapse and their inside people will struggle. I think it's going to put a lot of pressure on Mahomes to make plays. They're going to have to rely on on their draft pick, the rookie from Georgia, to come in and play. But, look, I think it's going to be a challenge. I think it's going to be a difficult situation. I think Denver, because of Vic Fangio's personality and his demeanor, will be better. They'll be much better on defense than they were last year. Uh, and if they can run the ball at all, I think they'll be at least a competition for the Chiefs. The Raiders are always the wild card because mm-hmm. – there's, there's so many moving parts in there, and I think the Chargers are by far the best team in the division, but they typically always mess up games. <laughs> All right, Mike Lombardi, The Athletic. Let me get you out of here on this one. The best team in the NFC, true or false, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I would say false hmm. right now. I think they have potential to be the best team. I don't see them being the best team yet. I think it's a lot of it's going to depend on Dillard being able to play left tackle. Kenny uh, you know, uh, certainly they have Jason Peters to back it up. I think they're going to have to rely on Miles Sanders to be the running back. Can Ooh. he do it? You know, what, where will that go? And then I think their their defense has got to prove their safety position is still a question. You know, they wanted to draft a safety. They couldn't get to it. So we'll see if their corners can hold up and where they are in the secondary. Everything in Philly on their defense resides with their defensive front to put pressure. And I think they have a really good defensive line. 
I do think they win the East, though. That I would agree yes. with you, Jason. I think they win the East. Uh, do I think they're the best team? I think it's too early to tell. Okay, Michael Lombardi, great stuff as always. Listen to his podcast, The GM Shuffle. You can follow him on Twitter at M. Lombardi NFL. Mike, thanks a lot. Good talking to you. Have a thanks, great Jason. summer. Best of luck. Bye-bye. All right. That's Mike Lombardi. Uh, I saw Gavin put his hands up as soon as he said the Chargers are the team to beat in the AFC West. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, back to the NBA Can the Warriors beat these mighty Milwaukee Bucks without Kevin Durant? At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Good stuff from former Patriots front office guy. Friend of Belichick, Michael Lombardi, last segment. If you missed it, the podcast will be up later. I usually put it on Twitter and Instagram. But I am kind of on board with this social free Saturday deal. Obviously, if something great happens in the Blazers-Warriors game, maybe you break that. But less phone is better, folks. Um, Discover's going further with miles rewards than they've ever gone before because the Discover It Miles card automatically matches all the miles you've earned at the end of your first year. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. So I like to say when it comes to stats that stats are kind of like bikinis. Right? They show a lot, but they don't show everything. And 29 and 1 are the Warriors without Kevin Durant, with Steph Curry. That shows you some, but not everything. There's no context. And I can tell you with certainty the Warriors are not beating the Bucks if they don't have Kevin Durant. And in the long term, the Warriors are not better without Kevin Durant. And as I opened the show talking about, I went and looked up some of these games without Kevin Durant, you know? And again, you don't want to start parsing minutia of games, but this year, regular season, 3-1 and one without Kevin Durant. So it's like, wait a sec, when did they win all these games without KD? Oh, it was two years ago when he missed 20 games. Ah, I got it. So this year without KD in the regular season, but with Curry, they were 3-1. and one. They beat Houston, a nice win. They beat the Thunder, a good win. They beat the tanking Pelicans who sat Holiday, Randall, and AD. So, okay, okay, so they're 2-0. and oh. We're not going to even count the Pelicans. What was the loss, Jason? Oh, they lost to the Orlando Magic when they didn't have Kevin Durant. Oh, but it was a back-to-back after a game in Miami, and Orlando crushed him in the fourth quarter. Okay, got it. So no Kevin Durant. All right. So what happened last year? Oh, no Kevin Durant. They beat Minnesota, not a playoff team. Not a good team. Beat Brooklyn. Last year, Brooklyn did not get to the playoffs. Beat Chicago by 49. They didn't get to the playoffs. They beat New Orleans. They beat Houston. But James Harden didn't play. And you can keep doing this game. 29-1 and is meaningless. Stats are like bikinis. They show they show some, but they don't show everything. And I'm, I, I just don't understand how any basketball fan can watch this game. And we talked with Brian Winhorst in the first hour about it. And say, 
that this team's better without Kevin Durant. Now, more fun? Trust me, I've got a lot of friends texting in during game one, during game two. Oh, this is orgasmic. I love watching the no Durantless Warriors. They're passing. Yes, their passing is up. Their passing with Durant is down. They go more ISOs. They go much fewer ISOs when they don't have Kevin Durant. Oh, it's the cuts and the back doors and the, the layups for Looney and Egudala. Okay, that, that's all fine. In a small sample size, I get it. But I, 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 I'm just not as enamored with the Warriors sans Durant as I am, as I was like four years ago. They were great when they were fresh and new. And you got to spice it up. Yeah, the best player in the NBA, that's exciting. To me, when you've got Durant and Curry, the two best shooters, I would say, in the NBA, that's incredible to watch. I can't take my eyes off it. It's unbelievable basketball to me. And and he's not in. It's like, you down a great player. Like, I'm a huge Curry fan. You guys know that. And I, I just, I cannot get as excited without Durant on the floor. It's just, it's not, to me, it's just not as amazing. Because all the Warriors get in trouble, all they do is just run pick and roll with Curry and Draymond. They did it in game six. They did it at the end of game two against Portland. And, I, you know, I saw in game one, Golden State ran three isolation plays. That's it. The fewest in the Steve Kerr era. And I think that's what fans love. They're not running the ISO with Durant at the elbow because nobody can guard him. I just love watching great players play. And if Durant ain't back, I, I don't see... Are you with me on this, Gavin? Are the Bucks winning the title if Kevin Durant doesn't return? Yeah, and if anything, I think it's at least going six or seven. And huh. anything can happen in those games. Yeah. So. Oh, you uh. don't want that happening. Coming up next here. So I, I tweeted out that the NBA draft lottery was rigged and people got angry. But was it? We'll talk about that next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hour number three here on Fox Sports Radio. It's your boy, Jason McIntyre. High noon on the East Coast, 9 a.m. out west. Got the TVs on here in the studio, a little Bundesliga on FS1. I see my JMU Dukes are playing Michigan. What, what are they? What sport is that? Maybe softball? I don't know. A little tennis? There's some golf, although Tiger Woods is not involved. Big weekend in sports. Hopefully the NBA can get a couple uh, home wins here because, uh, folks, if Portland and Toronto are unable to pull off victories Saturday and Sunday, we're we're looking at two sweeps and uh, six, seven, maybe eight days off before the NBA Finals start. That would be a nightmare for gamblers such as myself who like to gamble nightly on the NBA. Um just a bizarre situation where the second round, Gavin, was phenomenal. And the conference finals are kind of off to a... Almost unwatchable. You, I think you said on on Cowherd yesterday, you said, uh, hey, are you going to watch Milwaukee, Toronto? Is this a, a night you're going to go out? It was a night to go out. That yeah. was not a night to sit in front first of the first quarter, Bucks go up 14. It was over. That's a wrap. Like, you, did, you didn't miss anything. Uh, except for the Bucks bench going bananas. Um... I do think that part of it is rest, and I'm really thinking that Game 3 could be a big difference for Toronto. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, but Gavin, the only problem is there, there's no extra rest before Game 3. You're just going home and sleeping in your own bed and hopefully getting a home-cooked meal. I guess my problem with the playoffs is when you look at the first round, it was spaced out significantly. Like three days between games. And now here we are in the conference finals when players need rest. Toronto is at a huge disadvantage after the seven-game series against the Sixers. Portland, huge disadvantage after the seven-game series against the Nuggets. And and it's just kind of unfortunate for those teams. And listen, I talk about TV ratings a lot. You guys know I used to cover media like, I don't know, five, six years ago on the web. And... Everybody says, well, who cares about ratings? Well, I'll tell you who cares about the ratings, the league and the players. Do you know why 
the salary cap spiked up here in the last five, six years because of huge TV deals. Ratings were going up thanks to LeBron. TV deals increased significantly. So, yeah, you should care about the ratings because while the second-round ratings were good because the matchups were good, the problem here is no LeBron in the conference finals. Last year, you had Boston against LeBron. And when you had Toronto-Milwaukee game one, ratings were down 25%. Now, you don't want to go overboard, but if the LeBron lack of playoffs continue... And the ratings continue to go down. They may not. Maybe Durant goes to New York and they spike up and they get a super team or what have you. But if ratings continue to go down for a couple of years here, next TV deal comes up and is it going to be as lucrative? The, the answer is probably no. And so guess what? The salary cap goes down. Players get less. They're unhappy. And the trickle down is real. So when people tell you who cares about the ratings, that's your answer. Now, speaking of the future of the NBA without LeBron James, and he's only 34 and a half, he's probably still got what? Gavin, what would you say? Two really high-quality years left for LeBron? Yeah, I think this contract will be pretty much his last real shot at titles. He's got to stay healthy. That is imperative. And a lot of people love to say, well, who is the future face of the NBA? Curry is 31, Durant is 30, and a lot of people want to put up Giannis. Well, I'm going to give you a name right here who was a big, big deal in the NBA Tuesday night. Speaking of ratings, ratings for the NBA draft lottery were massive. There was interest in New York. There was interest in L.A. I was playing basketball Tuesday, and I set an alarm on my phone so that I would go to the TV and see what happens. And there was about 10 of us coming over the TV. Oh, my gosh, Lakers in the top four. And this is at like at the gym, and then, you know, a crowd of people start to look at the screen. Oh, my gosh, can the Lakers get it, Knicks? It was all for Zion Williamson. You ask me who the potential future face of the NBA is? I think Zion's got to be in the top five. I mean, Gavin, we can agree. Kawhi Leonard's not going to be the face of the NBA. No, no personality. As much as I, I'm probably one of his biggest fans on this network. Great player. But yeah, it, at some point you have to have a, a little bit of a personality. He made one joke yesterday. Yeah, where, they were like, well, where do you go from here after game two? And he's like, we go back to Toronto for game three. And it's like knowing Kawhi, it probably wasn't even a joke. Yeah, it was, was just him yeah, asking, answering the question. Kind of boring. Um, Giannis could certainly be that guy. Um, but I think Zion Williamson's got to get a lot of credit here. Now, on to whether or not Z- the night of Zion was rigged, okay? I took a beating on social media for saying this. A lot of people coming after me, a lot of NBA defenders. So the big joke going in was, oh, well, the NBA rigged the lottery way back to get Patrick Ewing to the Knicks, the frozen envelope. So now they do ping pong balls, and, you know, you could argue, is there a weighted ping pong ball? Um Yeah, the NBA would have loved to have Zion Williamson in New York because the league is much better when the Knicks are good. They're the number one media market in the country. It's a lot more eyeballs. You got Knicks fans all around the country. Unfortunately, you don't have a lot of Memphis Grizzly fans outside of Memphis. That's the reality. 
So, Jason, how can you say it was rigged if the Pelicans got one and Memphis got two? Well, nobody beat up Tony Kornheiser for this, but he came out on his podcast and said, oh, yeah, the NBA rigged it so uh, Cleveland could get LeBron back in the day. Nobody went after Kornheiser for that. Nobody went after Mark Stein of the New York Times for saying it sure was interesting. That the final four teams in the NBA draft lottery were the two most popular teams on each coast, the Knicks at three and the Lakers at four, and the two teams in most financial disarray in the league. Financial disarray. I think that was his phrase. And the Pelicans at one and Memphis at two. And I'm telling you, you go back and look at a story. I think it was two years ago. In the, I think it was ESPN. I don't know if it was Windhorst. They, they did a story about whether or not mid-market teams can handle losing a star. And and we did something on the show about the Indiana Pacers. You know they haven't drafted in the top ten, maybe once in the last like twenty years or twenty five years. And why is that? Because they know they can't rebuild. They cannot gut it and build it from scratch because it's so difficult to get free agents. To go to Indiana. Well, the same is true for New Orleans. The same is true for Memphis. Now, the Knicks can stink for 10 years because guess what? They've got a massive local TV deal that offsets any losses. People don't want to go to the Garden? Fine. We've got a big TV deal. People don't want to go to, what do they call the Pelicans home? The Hive? People don't want to go there? Well, you know what? That's a problem. Because there's a that's, a that's a football town, New Orleans. Memphis is, uh, I don't know, how would we characterize Memphis? That's like a music town? I, I mean, you think Memphis, you don't instantly think the Memphis Grizzlies. Blues, there you go, Iowa Sam. The Memphis Blues, and it's an Elvis Presley town, right? It's a, that's where Martin Luther King was shot kind of town. I mean, I don't think it, that's not how it's mentioned, but uh, you don't think the Memphis Grizzlies right off the top of your head when you think about Memphis. And they needed a player. And in what is allegedly a two, maybe three-person draft, yeah, John Morant, that's not bad. John Morant, Jaron Jackson, probably try to ship Conley somewhere. Sure looks like the NBA did Memphis and New Orleans a solid. Now, again, is anything really rigged? I, you know, you, I'm sure people are shouting at the radio right now. Hey, you'd rig it to get Zion to L.A. Well, no, you wouldn't. You don't need L.A. any stronger than they already are. They're loaded. Every single day, people are talking about, on radio and TV, the Lakers. Nobody is talking about the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Well, now they are. And all of a sudden, you get a boost to the Pelicans. Maybe you keep Anthony Davis. Now, New Orleans is not going to become a basketball factory overnight. It is an NFL town. It's Mardi Gras. But I do believe, as I said, as Brian Windhorst came on and said in the first hour, David Griffin is optimistic. I will not rule out. In fact, I think the most likely scenario is Anthony Davis on opening night is playing in New Orleans. Gavin. More likely that AD gets traded next All-star break? Yes. Trade deadline February 2020? I think that is the possibility. I actually agree with that. The West, there's so many moving parts to this, Gavin. If Kawhi goes to the Clippers, they're a better team, right? 
if Jimmy Butler goes west to the Lakers. They're a better team. So maybe the Pelicans get squeezed and they miss the playoffs. And if that starts badly, then somebody's going to jump at him. But Gavin, when LeBron left the East, we said, well, the East is going to be wide open. I don't know. It looks like the Milwaukee Bucks have the East on lock for the future, uh, the immediate future, right? By the way, if you look at the Western Conference Finals right now, you could say it's starting to tilt right now towards the East. I mean, mean, Portland doesn't look like a legitimate number two team right now. Yeah. Uh, so. Houston, you know, kind of had that struggle. Denver start. was a little bit fraudulent. Uh, listen, mean, the Clippers, if they didn't draw the Warriors, uh, they probably beat somebody in the first round. They can add Kawhi. Like, uh, you, you've got two teams on the outside. One, and certainly, is the Lakers, and two is the Clippers. Well, they were on the inside, but they were the eighth seed. Um, that are going to be better. Is this the final year of let's just toss it up? The Warriors already won it. Is this is this well, what does Kevin what does Kevin Durant do? I, I, uh, yes, obviously a lot hinges on that. I think if he leaves, it's wide open. You still think that I I said on uh forget which show that the Lake Warriors are a forty eight win team without Durant. I mean, people's heads were exploding. And I'm like, you know what? I, I can break that down for you next. Uh maybe we'll just do that next. Do the Warriors go back to 48 and middle of the pack without Kevin Durant? And I'll just tell you one tease before I go there. Look at the age of the bench. And if you think Quinn Cook is going to give you 65 games at 10 points a game, and you think Iguodala can play 70 games and then perform at this level in the playoffs, and Sean Livingston, who, mind you, had not scored double figures since January 16th, and you think all of a sudden, oh, the Warriors are going to be fine. Uh, Folks, think again. We'll talk about that next here on Fox Sports Radio. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Okay. So after the game... Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Boy, Steve Hartman's in the building. You know he's got the show next. He always listens to the show driving. He's a faithful listener. Driving up from San Diego. Is it German for what? No, I won't say that. Because you know everybody jokes <laughs> Steve and Rich are going to talk about something that didn't get a lot of national play, but well, they're going to want to hear it. He just told me. So. He goes, are you, are you doing something on Ian Kinsler? I'm like, <laughs> I got I got to plead ignorance, folks. When he said that, I was like, "Oh, did Ian Kinsler?" In my head, I'm like, "Did Ian Kinsler retire? Did he get arrested?" Um, and then Hartman just told me, so I googled what Ian Kinsler of the Padres did. Um, I don't know, Gavin. Should we talk about that? Well, do you remember in Anchorman the "Go bleep yourself, yeah, San yeah, Diego"? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's basically what Ian Kinsler so, did. And he was he doing that as as an anchorman joke or no no I think he did it emotionally you know everyone handles uh, hitting a a big home run differently he did a little bit of a I don't know man he kind of screwed the fans there uh, I think he was getting a lot of heat because he was hitting under two hundred on the season you know look I'm an Angels fan we had Kinsler last year we got rid of him pretty quick 
Uh, he's, he's give me he's, an NBA equivalent of Ian Kinsler. Oh, uh, what are we talking? Is he a? Uh, um... <laughs> he's like Jeff Green. <laughs> wow, that's still high praise. I mean, how oh, many? Come how on. many all? My internet's down here, folks. <laughs> Gavin, look this up. While okay. I read, how many All Star games for Ian Kinsler? Okay, Ian Kinsler, who flicked off the crowd in San Diego, flicked off, flipped, whatever you prefer. I'm trying to get my guys fired up. I'm a passionate player. It's a big moment. I'm trying to get my guys going. We all have inside jokes and stuff we have. We're together every day. We've been together for three four, months. Four-time All-Star for Ian Kinsler. How about that? Yeah, That's pretty good. I don't know. Hartman, good luck with that story, bro. <laughs> I, I, I just like Ian Kinsler flicked off, dropped two double-birded the, uh, the crowd in San Diego. I, I just don't know how that's Who, super interesting. I mean, I think the better way to take it is, you know, equivalence of of guys, you know, treating their their own fans, their home fans, pretty poorly. I'm kind of drawing a blank right now if that's happened in the NBA. Um, I'm sure Russell Westbrook has taken oh, shots gosh. at his own it, fans, yeah. but yeah. The only problem it, is Russell Westbrook is, has like a massive shoe deal. He's in TV commercials. He's like a major person. Ian Kinsler, four time All Star. He's like Kyle Lowry, bro. You know what I'm more interested in? Uh, this JMU softball match on TV. Uh, <laughs> I just looked up their picture on Instagram, Megan Good. I think you might want to follow her. She's got some okay. very oh, good yeah. James right. Madison-related softball content. Love that. Uh, and uh, JMU's in trouble here in the Ann Arbor Regional. It's 0-0, bro. <laughs> you can call the it pitching. pitching. <laughs> Iowa Sam is on the good uh, Michigan pitching right there. Beat. What's Listen. actually great is when John Ramos, uh, one of our weekday board ops, is in here on the weekends. He coaches his daughter's softball team, oh. so he will purposely watch these games for tactics and Strategy. things to yeah things to learn. So well, I just gave you a great nugget. Megan Good is an Instagram, not quite Instagram famous. I mean, I have more followers than her, and I'm nobody. Uh, and, and she looks like she deserves a larger following. Um, much larger. Um, okay, let's move on from college softball here. Hey, hey, you know what? It's late May, and uh, we can have some fun. Uh, what have we done? We did Steph Curry. Oh, let me let me do this quick read for you guys here. Um, Discover's going further with miles rewards than they've ever gone before because the Discover It Miles card automatically matches all the miles you earn at the end of your first year. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Here's what I will not be. Uh, Iowa Sam and Gavin, this one's for you. Sunday night, you will be doing what? Uh, between looking at Megan Good's uh, Instagram page, I will probably just be watching Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough sell, Raptors. I mean, I, I am financially invested in the Raptors. You are. Um, but I am I am pretty disappointed right now. Uh, they should have won game one. That, that's they should have gagged to. it away. Iowa Sam, Sunday night, you will be watching or doing... Keep, so keep I, it right clean, okay? And yeah, Tinder not, Nick is no longer here. <laughs> he uh, hasn't been here oh, for a while. He has Tinder Nick, by the way, loves to text me when big NBA stories break. <laughs> I wish I was working there to yesterday uh, today tomorrow. We'd have some great time. And I'm like, Tinder Nick, dude, you're funny. I'm uh, not a Game of Thrones watcher, maybe someday, but uh I will be watching that Bucks Raptors game Sunday. Okay. I Absolutely. am also not a Game of Thrones guy. I just missed the boat on that. I do, however, watch billions, um, which is phenomenal. Um, I'll probably be watching Billions, and I will be peeking at Bucks Raptors. Um, quick note: this this is great, and I wish I could apply this. It's from the last Billions episode. 
I wish I could apply this to what the Jets are doing. But there's this great quote from Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, you guys remember Jimmy Hoffa, obviously. Um, Jimmy Hoffa said, you get a new job, you fire everyone on the first day. That way, the ones who are left, they don't feel insecure because the new boss is here. They feel grateful that they didn't get fired. And I thought about that. I was like, damn, that's pretty good. That's not bad strategy. If only Adam Gaze of the Jets had that power to just fire everybody, the Jets would not have had this dumpster fire of a week where um, they let their GM, who spent $190 million in free agency, then the GM uh, lorded over the number three pick in the draft, and then they fire him. Now, Gaze does not have the power to do what Jimmy Hoffa said and fire everybody, but he sure as hell has the power now. He went and, man, there, there's a Jets podcast out there, a guy by the name of Tony Pauline. He covers the NFL. I mean, he basically said Adam Gaze wanted a tight end, uh, Daniel Fells. He's a middle-tier tight end, whatever. But Gaze wanted him for his offense. And the the GM at the time, McCagnan, was like, eh, no, we, we, no. We'll just draft a tight end fourth round. And Gaze then went to the Owner went above his boss's head and was like, listen, this happened in free agency. This happened. I didn't get my guy. What a debacle this was. And they fired the GM. Listen, that is a power play. And folks, some of the things I've seen out here in LA, you work in TV and radio, that stuff happens a lot more than you think. People going over boss's heads, presenting a case that this dude's a failure. Listen, the Jets needed a center. They had the number one center, Matt Paradis, came in to visit. They didn't even make him an offer. Division rival Buffalo. He got the second best center. Jets did not get one. Like, if you if your boss cannot get things in order and do the right thing, and he has a list of failures, and the head coach goes to the owner and says, look at this GM, you want to win with this? And they fire the guy? You got some clout coming up next year. On Fox Sports Radio. Going back to the Warriors. Steph Curry, underrated. Kevin Durant, injured. The Milwaukee Bucks, looming. We'll talk to Anthony Slater from The Athletic next. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron with the latest in sports. Good morning, Jason. Round three of the PGA Championship is underway as we speak. Brooks Kepka, a commanding lead at 12 under par overall. Seven shots ahead of Adam Scott and Jordan Spieth who are tied for second place. Tiger Woods has the weekend off because he missed the cut. Today, Kepka will tee off at 2.50 Eastern along with Spieth. Adam Scott will tee off at 2.40 Eastern. On the first hole right now is Phil Mickelson, lefty, entering the day 12 shots off the lead, but full of confidence. Here he was on his way to the golf course in the car today. He posted this video of himself on social media flexing his thumbs. What am I doing? Thumb activation. It's Saturday at the PGA Championship and my thumbs are being activated. Why? Because the previous record of 984 thumbs up in a single day, last done here at Bethpage, is going to be broken today. If I can make six or seven birdies, as the putts go down, the thumbs are coming up, I'm going for a thousand. Let's do this. 
And again, Mickelson on the first hole as we speak. In the NBA playoffs Friday night, the Milwaukee Bucks pounded the Toronto Raptors 125-103 in Game 2 of the East Finals to take a 2-0 series lead. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 30 points and 17 rebounds. Also Friday, Antetokounmpo named one of three finalists for the NBA's MVP award. James Harden and Paul George were the other two. And in the Stanley Cup playoffs Friday night, the St. Louis Blues tied the Western Conference Finals at two victories a piece with a 2-1 victory over the San Jose Sharks. Back to Jason McIntyre in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All yours, Jason. Thank you, Isaac. Isaac, are you tuned in to the JMU-Michigan softball match? I was earlier, but grudgingly, I had to change the channel and go back to the PGA Championships round three. But something's got to give because James Madison, I believe that's where Scott Norwood played his college football, by the way. James Madison, I think, was on a 20-game winning streak, and Michigan was like on a 14-game winning streak. So something has to give today. Thank you, Isaac. And from softball in college, we go to Anthony Slater, who covers the Warriors for the Athletic. Anthony, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm in Portland, one yeah. of my favorite NBA cities. Yeah, I hear the donuts up in Portland are phenomenal. Yeah, they have like the famous spot, Voodoo, where they make yes. you know, kind of strange-looking donuts. Now I'm hungry. Um, you know, we talked to Brian Windhorst earlier about uh, the Warriors, and he had an interesting point that, this Golden State team without Kevin Durant seems to be very happy and pass happy. The passing numbers are up without Durant, which is uh, one stat. And then I believe they ran their fewest ISOs in the Steve Kerr era in Game 1. Um, listen, you know I'm in the tank for Curry, Durant, the Warriors. I want Durant to stay. What are we supposed to take away from a small three-game sample size of Warriors turn back the clock ball say, without Kevin Durant? I think um, they, they've liked being the hunter a little bit. You know, they've been the hunted for so long now, and especially that game six in Houston. Uh, they were seven-point underdogs. That's very weird for them to be, and I think they enjoyed that situation. Uh, and then the last couple games, you know, it's it's a little throwback to clocky, too. And I mean, you do mention the passing numbers. I think it went up from 300 to, like, 330. But 300 is very good with Durant. 330 is, like, unbelievable uh, per game. Uh, but, you know, I don't think they're better. They just beat the Portland Trailblazers at home twice. They would have done that with Kevin Durant, too. But, um, you know, I I do think they've enjoyed this mini test of kind of flashing it back, not having a Durant, uh, and winning both games. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like, this whole, well, they're, it's not just three games. Jason, without Durant, they're 29-1. Anthony, I, I'm trying to make hay of that stat. I bashed it for about eight to ten minutes earlier. I just don't believe that that really means anything. Uh, again, I looked at some of the games. A lot of it is weighted toward Durant's first year when he missed 20 games. And yeah. they had a much better bench. You know, I, I think their bench this year was 28th in the league in scoring. It's not what it was. Can you help people understand, if this team loses Durant, they fall back considerably regardless of what you've seen in the last three games. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely are pulled back to the pack. The bench is way thinner than it used to be uh you mentioned that streak uh i think it was like late march of a couple seasons ago durant's first season i remember it was a long homestand a lot of eastern conference teams uh and then also they need durant most 
on the largest stage. I mean, what has he done the last few years? He's outplayed LeBron James, the greatest small forward on the other side, uh, twice in the NBA Finals, one Finals NBA, uh, Finals NBA twice. Um, and then what, what would they be facing next week? Giannis Antetokounmpo or Kawhi Leonard at the small forward position? Like, they very much need him on the largest stage, and that's coming very soon. Yeah, we're talking with Anthony Slater of The Athletic, uh, covers the Warriors. So uh, let me ask, I mean, I don't think we're going to see Durant in this series. Um, no. And, and it sounds like it, he's not a lock to play in the finals. Now, there will be about a week off if there's a sweep or a gentleman sweep, which obviously will help. But uh, Kevin Durant's looking at a huge payday this summer. Is he risking that for a game one of the finals? Like, your thought, has he been practicing with the team? I mean, you're around it. Do you see Durant? Is he talking to the media or what? I've seen him. He has not been talking to the media. He's kind of been floating in the background. He has not practiced. He's not been cleared for live contact. It's becoming clear. So, remember, he had two previous calf strains. Both of them were uh, grade one calf strains. He missed a week. Uh, when they announced this one, they said mild calf strain. They didn't give a grade. And it was like, well, mild sounds like it's probably grade one. Yeah. Um, but then it's becoming clear, especially because now we're past the week and he hasn't even got back on the court practice-wise. This must be a grade two. They won't specify. Uh, but if it is that, then it's probably like, you know, a three, four-week injury. And three weeks from the time he uh, strained his calf is when game one in the NBA Finals will be a couple Thursdays from huh. now. So, um, you know, I I would put his return right around there probably. So I think there's some question marks. Uh, but, you know, I, we'll, we'll see. Now, I don't want to get you in trouble, uh, Anthony. You do cover the team. You're around these guys all the time. Um, and it's a speculative question, but... Do you think uh, if Durant does not play in the finals that the Warriors would beat the Milwaukee Bucks? I do believe the Bucks, with home court advantage, will be favored against this Warriors team. Yeah, they'd be favored. They should be favored. I, either team could win. I'm not going to like count out this version obviously, of the Warriors. Yeah, they yeah. still have, uh, you know, unbelievable talent, obviously. But uh, like you said, I think they go from slight underdogs to definite, you know, favorites if Kevin Durant's there. Yeah, and, and, you know, theoretically, I don't think they match up well. Uh, they match up great against Portland without Durant because Portland just cannot figure out the 3-4. Um, but, again, like you said, Kawhi and Giannis are very difficult matchups. Frankly, I don't even know if Durant's coming off an injury, and we're looking down the road a bit. Do you think they put him on Giannis? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I think they'd start him some. I think uh, Draymond would get some time. Iguodala would get some time. I, you know, they'd give him different looks. Uh, you know, but as far as the matchup goes, Eric Bledsoe to me is like a key in this because he's super huh. physical. He's defended Curry very well. He, he, I remember Milwaukee came into Oracle and won uh, by like 20 points or so this season. Bledsoe guarded Curry really well. And if there's no Durant, you can really, you know, throw a ton of attention plus a, plus a big point guard on Curry. Uh, so I think it really would be a challenge. you got to remember the the series would start in Milwaukee or Toronto. Both teams have better records than the Warriors this year. Yeah, interesting stuff. Anthony Slater for The Athletic covers the Warriors. So you made a good point about Bledsoe being physical. I remember LeBron had wanted him in Cleveland, maybe because he's a clutch client, but also because he remembers they were physical with Curry when they had to come back from down 3-1. I think, was it Della, was Della Vadova on that team? Or yeah. Was it, yeah. Deli, and, and again, people can laugh, Della Vadova, ha, ha, ha. Being physical with Curry is a way to defend him. Uh, Houston kind of did that, and and Curry took a beating. But I want to look on the other way, other side. I actually think Curry's underrated 
the way some of these guys talk about Steph Curry after one or two or three games, like he's overrated and he can't handle the physical and, oh, it's the playoffs. Like he's the ninth leading scorer in NBA playoff history. Anthony, do do you feel Steph Curry's a little underrated? Yeah, I mean, did you see the last four buckets of the game the other night when they closed it out? (laughs) All four were because Curry was double teamed. You know, he got one stat on the whole thing, which was one assist on the four makes, but all the avenues for for layups and dunks, Looney dunks, Iguodala dunks, uh, were all because two Portland, you know, Blazers kind of like, you know, uh, trapped him. So it's just so much of it is the gravity pulls on the court. You mentioned, like, obviously the high point totals, what they did in game one when they finally didn't trap him for whatever reason. He just stepped in and easily hit nine threes. So, uh, you know, what he does offensively, I think on the other end he's a bit underrated. Um, You know, he's guarding McCollum a decent amount in this series. He's physical. He's just not. He's not like a black hole defensively or, you know, just like such an issue where a lot of these guards, even you look at like Russell Westbrook, he seems physically like he should be an unbelievable point guard, but he kind of like, you know, he's pretty lazy on that end sometimes. Curry's a pretty good team defender, even if he's not like a great individual defender. And you mentioned Westbrook. Westbrook has kind of disrespected Curry. We had Chris Paul disrespecting Curry, uh, not only last week where he wouldn't let him on the practice court, but it just, I, I don't know what it is about Curry. Maybe it's the jump shooting. He, he's not really, and I don't want to get like racial, and but you know, he, he's a suburban kid. Uh, I don't know. Why do you think there's disrespect from fans, players, even media yahoos? Yeah, uh, I think some of it is just like, when he first kind of burst on the scene, people thought it was like, you know, oh, he's just kind of out there chucking in long shots. He kind of had a lucky season, whatever. And, you know, what you mentioned is correct. I don't want to, like, get too deep into, like, the racial side of it. Um, Marcus Thompson, the guy I worked yeah. with, wrote a really good book where he has a whole chapter on this, and he can kind of speak to it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there is definitely some of that. and You know, jealousy, envy. He's yeah. kind of got, like, the golden family. Uh, that's always out there. You know, now he has this, like, Facebook, uh, you TV know, show, watch. Yeah. By the way, TV have you show. watched that? I- I've clipped. Yeah. I- I'm not about to uh, dig into, you know, full, like, half-hour shows. Yeah. Well, let me, if you have kids, I would highly suggest it. I watched it with my kids, and they loved it. I mean, I have them. They, I got them curry jerseys. But there is a work ethic that can translate into schoolwork that my kids totally understand. Like, curry puts in the time. This isn't a guy who was just gifted with this amazing ability to leap over people and dunk and bulldoze them. I mean, Steph Curry has worked for everything he's got. I just think he's a phenomenal story in sports. Yeah, kids are obsessed with Steph Curry. I travel the league with this team every year, and like you go, you're in Orlando, and it's clear that every kid that lives anywhere in Florida has this like <laughs> one day a year that they tell their parents, like, well, you know, I want to go to that Warriors Magic game. And then you, they just show up and they're wearing Steph Curry 30 jerseys, Under Armour shorts, yep. Steph Curry shoes, like a headband. And they get there two hours before and they're like obsessed watching his workout. And there's just legions of kids. And, you know, that what we were talking about earlier, some of the jealousy, some of them might be that too. Yeah. All right, Anthony Slater, great stuff. Enjoy the Saturday night in Portland. Have a donut for us and, uh, you know, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks for having me. The great Anthony Slater from The Athletic. This guy's been around the team probably as much as anybody uh, covering basketball in the last few years. Always love his insight into the Golden State Warriors. Coming up next, we will wrap up the show. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part. Figuring out which way is easier. Back after this.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Oh boy. I have a phenomenal stat to close the show here. It is off the charts. It comes courtesy of someone. Uh, NBA GM, I'll just say that. Okay. Great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. So, we've talked about the Warriors' dominance the last three years, right? With Kevin Durant. In the last three years in the playoffs, the Warriors against Houston 
are five and eight. Against the rest of the NBA, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Warriors in the last three years in the playoffs against Houston, they're eight and five. Warriors have beat Houston twice, but they've been pushed. The Rockets have five wins against the Warriors. The rest of the NBA has five wins. The Warriors are 34-5 and five against the rest of the NBA. I think this is Daryl Morey of the Rockets trying to get the word out, we ain't changing nothing. And I know this is going to sound crazy. If I'm the Rockets, I don't feel like I need to make a major move. I wait to see what Kevin Durant does. If Kevin Durant leaves, and I know they just won game six at Houston without him, totally different story for an entire season and then series. So here are the records of NBA teams against the Warriors the last three years in the playoffs. Blazers 0-6, Jazz 0-4, Cavs, LeBron's Cavs 1-8, Spurs 1-8, Pelicans 1-4, Clippers 2-4, Rockets, 5-8. and eight. I, I, Listen, Gavin, nobody's going to buy this. Because everybody thinks they're choking dogs, and they were. But I'm telling you right now, if Kevin Durant leaves, I think the Rockets are a better team than the Warriors next year. Did you see what Daryl Morey was saying? He was on a uh, local show talking about the season. No. He said that, well, he was saying that they have the foundation in place. Uh, he also referred to James Harden as the best player in the league. Oh, Obviously, we have stop. some issues with that. But um, but you do not think that they need to bring anyone else in. You think I mean, they run it back. It, it, you know, Capella's unplayable against the Warriors. You just you got to hope P.J. Tucker's healthy because he's getting up there. I think you try to make a run at Trevor Ariza. You need a wing. But overall, again, the Rockets have won five game, five of 13 Against the Warriors in the playoffs. That's nothing to write home about, but compared to the rest of the league, that's amazing. Um, Again, there's just going to be so much potential movement. Clippers could get better. Lakers could get better. Um, You know, does Kyrie go to the West? You know, I I saw that the Brooklyn Nets are back in the mix, and it it feels a little silly that uh, these teams are like all of a sudden rising up Every week, oh, Kyrie to the Nets, Jimmy Butler Nets. But it's funny because Kyrie is being poo-pooed as one of the weaker uh, alphas in the league, if you will. I looked this up, okay? Before you're ready to dump any player after a bad series or a bad three-game stretch, I went back and looked at Michael Jordan. Yes, the GOAT, Michael Jordan. 1989 Eastern Conference Finals. Okay? Against the Detroit Pistons. He shot 10 of 29. Then he shot 9 of 20. And then in the in the Jordan game that never gets talked about, Gavin, are you ready for this? Yep. Series tied 2-2. Jordan against the Pistons. Shot 4 of 8 for 18 points. In a game 5 tie series, he was 4 of 8. That was the Jordan rules game where they just locked him down. So they came back the next year but with Phil Jackson. They lost in 7. I think that was the Scottie Pippen migraines uh, game, well, game seven. But on the road, Jordan struggled against the Pistons. Imagine if social media was around in 1989 and 90, and Michael Jordan had that bad series against the Pistons. And then he came back the next year and shot 12 of 27, 5 of 16, 13 of 27 in game seven. He shot 41%. And the question would have been, well, I mean, he's never going to get by the Pistons. Two years in a row, failed. 
So next time some jabroni on social media says, oh, it's clear, Steph Curry, three-game stretch, he struggles. Just tell him, listen, Michael Jordan struggled for two years against the Pistons. Just stop. Kobe Bryant was jacking up air balls in his early years with the Lakers in the playoffs. Remember, go look it up on YouTube, Kobe Bryant air balls. Hey, we had another great show. Podcast will be up soon. Thank you, Gavin, Iowa, Sam, the new guy who I still don't even Chris, know Chris, that is Chris. Chris. He's yeah, from Detroit. He doesn't Detroit. say anything, Mr. Yeah. Detroit guy. <laughs> uh, Isaac with the updates. Hartman is next. He's going off the top rope on Ian Kinsler, baby. Have a good one. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.